2: But we're going to wrap money in the bank. Rate, rate, rates are good. Pretty exciting. You know why? Right. Free money. Yeah, yeah. You yeah understand what I'm saying? Hey, welcome back to the program. The money segment of the program. Jared Hanowski in the studio. Instead of Calvin though, for once we're going to get some decent uh, economic <laughs> reporting going on just here. Just picking on the guy that's not here. I always got to do that. <laughs> Kick him when he's down, that's what I say. Okay, so what do you got for us? Interest rates have gone down a point and a half this week.
0: Yeah, we're back into uh, 2020-ish. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, interest rates are, you know, they've kind of been, they popped up a couple of weeks ago. So we're you know, you could maybe uh, sneak into the, the high sixes. But uh, generally, you know, anywhere from six point seven five to seven and a quarter,
1: depending on your scenario. We were hoping to settle in in the five somewhere and yeah. be able to cruise along, but we've kind of settled into the high sixes, low sevens.
0: Yeah. So we need something like next week. The CPI, uh, consumer price index report comes out always the second week of the month. So that's a, a big driver for interest rates. So we'll see how the inflation numbers look. And uh, you know, hopefully at some point these start coming down a little bit more and interest rates will follow. But at this point, I mean, I think we'll be in this type of range. Uh, for the foreseeable future, a lot of talking heads will say, you know, they always go fourth quarter, yeah. next year's first next quarter. Year. They've been saying that for a while, yeah, so yeah. I
2: don't know. I'm not banking it's on. It's like anything. the evolutionists. They say, you know, if they get the timeline <laughs> long enough, then some they may be right. Yeah, you know, millions and millions of years is that what we're talking about. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. So who knows? Okay, so I got a question for you. The yield spread, typically, normally over history, has mm-hmm. been about one and a half. Yeah, now it's three, mm-hmm. and we're told it's because uh, the anticipation is is that if they do a loan when the rates come down, they're going to refinance. They're never going to get that thing, so they got to upfront load the yep. the profit. So you're talking
0: the yield spread between
2: like the ten year and yeah. the two year. Yes, yeah, ten year and 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 what you guys actually yep. lend for. Yeah, so. Why then? My question is: It seems like you can't throw if if the if the mortgage company said, "Okay, you can buy the rate down, give us a bunch of money." So then that essentially represents that yield spread that we're going to forego, Yeah. Then we'll we'll reduce the rate, and we don't care if you refinance because we've gotten our money anyhow, one you're, way or the other. You're
0: upfront money. You're yeah. upfront money, yeah.
2: but they don't. I mean, you can't throw enough money at it seems like a loan to get the rate down.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's a price Or It's a really expensive to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you're throwing. I mean, it is a lot more common in the marketplace right now for people to purchase points, which a point is, you know, one percent mm-hmm. of a hundred thousand would be one thousand dollars. Right. But every mortgage company has their margins built in to you know the price, the pricing right. that comes on from top them, of that. On top of that, so. You know, you would think you could get an interest rate of, you know, 5.99 if you paid down two and a half, three points. Right. But the mortgage companies all have their, you know, margins in there. So you're talking like four, you know, four and a half, five points to get that same interest rate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you there, but you know, people are buying points just because, you know, you can get your interest rate down a little bit into... You know, I'm still closing, you know, mortgages in the mid sixes, but those all come with discount points up front because people aren't really sure, you know, when interest rates are going to go down. So we'll run some return on investment calculators. But, you know, like a year ago, people were saying, you know, you know, what what is it, date the rate, marry the house. Um, But we don't know when interest rates and if they're going to come down. So people really got to look at like, you know, the payment they have that when they move into the house. You know, can they is afford that this house? Right. Yeah, right. Like we can't plan on Refining in, eight, in yeah. December. We don't know that's going to happen. Right. And then you know,
2: more mortgage- rates come down. What does that mean? I mean, they're going to come down. Or are we going to settle into the mid sixes? Is that is that where it's going to be? Right. That seems reasonable to me, actually. Right. To to uh, settle into a to a long term kind of plateau. Right. Of interest rate levels that are bobbling around in the six to six and a half percent range. It yeah. Seems pretty pretty historical
0: yeah and if we get down into the you know i would like for interest rates to settle into the low sixes high fives i think the market would be totally fine yeah i
2: think so too you know uh,
0: the affordability factor now with where they're at and the cost of homes
2: i just think for a lot of families it's too high there's a lot of talk about affordability now and housing affordability and they're and they're coming with different municipalities and groups are talking about how can we make housing affordable and all that stuff and then they there's really, if you stop to think about construction costs are construction costs. It's not like you're going to build it. Right. Right. Unless you're building some little crappy little, you know, not very nicely built house, Yeah, you know, and that creates all it's problems. And that creates problems. problems. It just pushes the problem, kicks a can down the road because now in five or 10 years, when the house starts falling apart, you've got people in there, who can't afford to maintain them. And they start looking, you're just building the next ghetto, if you will. Yeah. Um. So it's like, Really, it comes down to when interest rates double, like they have. Yeah, the cost. I mean, that's all your first early years in your mortgage. It's all interest. Mm -hmm. So your cost to to make your payment has doubled. Right. Well, that just kind of throws a lot of people right out of the mix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We talked a lot about it like eighteen months ago when rates first started kind of creeping up, and Calvin's big thing was, well, real estate values have to just come down. Then, you know, if, if real estate values come down, you know. A certain percentage point, then that'll help absorb the higher interest rates, and that just has to happen, and that just hasn't happened. No, so it's yeah. it has slowed appreciation. Yeah, you know, a little bit certainly. Right? Yeah, kind of a lot. I mean, a lot, but it's ha- brought we it having, back down into. We were like, having like ten percent years, twelve yeah. percent years, yeah. and now when you're like oh two percent, five percent, you know, but it's still appreciation, and that's good. Uh, so it's done done its work to slow that kind of uprun in appreciation. Right.
2: Yes, absolutely. The, well, the, the pre-COVID homes, the home today, average so sale price today to for pre-COVID, that- the values have gone up almost a hundred thousand dollars.
1: So, what's the goal then? So, if yeah. you like wages to increase. And that they always thought, well, wages will catch up, and people are making more money, and now, yeah, but they're not. You know, you know, I know minimum wage and stuff went up, but you can't
0: be, you know, working you know, making $16, $17 bucks an hour really buy a
2: house in this market. No. Not- the average household income has to be close to $85,000 a year just to be normal. Yeah. Two wage earners, you yeah. know, working... Making eighty-five grand, okay. Now you can kind of maintain, but you're not going out and buying a six hundred thousand dollars house on that. No, you know, you're, you're just you're not going to do it. And then you got kids and activities and school and yeah. You know, groceries are up, like I said, you know, cost. of CPI is up sixteen percent. Right. So, did you get a sixteen percent raise last year? No. Okay. Well, then right. what has to be? What would you have to forego now? Right. Right. So, because you're shifting, you're transferring your spending from one to another and you know where is it coming from and where is it going to because you yeah. got to buy groceries. You know
1: what yeah. they never include in the cost of living hmm. is and if you actually look at it mm-hmm. the amount of money you spend on your kids activities. You oh, mentioned yeah. kids and hey, activities. Oof, duh. Oh, if you actually looked at how I don't much you know. spend on <laughs> kids sports and yeah. all that, I mean that's a giant nut.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why there's always fundraisers, and we, you know, when we when we oh, had God, the any business I've ever had, you get back. you get a call every day. Saw some salt from th- somebody's sports team. Yeah. Saying, you know, we're raising money for jerseys <laughs> you know, Mikey <laughs> yeah. Mikey wants to go to training camp and we got a, you know, fundraiser for Mikey to so he can go to training camp it's like, you know something. Get a second job. Uh, I, I it. know it. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: But you know, it'd be nice for some and there are just is not as many products in the marketplace. You know, back back when, uh, before I even got into it, back in the day, you know, when prices were going up in the early two thousand, there were some different products maybe, but that was risky and then the things kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. So today, I mean, you got your 30-year fixed. You have some, you know, ARM products that you're going to be fixed for seven years with a little bit of a... Uh, lower interest rate. But overall, you know, interest rates are up.
2: Funny you mention that because uh, back then there were 40-year mortgages they were talking Right. 40-year yep. mortgages. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so now I just get to pay interest for another 10 years because you're just spreading that principal balance out over another 10 years. Yeah. And the first, like I said, that first five years or seven years, something like that, it's mostly all interest anyhow.
0: Right. It's all you're paying.
2: It doesn't really impact the mortgage that much, when you your payment that much if you spread it out another 10 years. It really what
1: doesn't. is a difference? in interest rate. If you're going like a seven-year arm, it's not that much. No, it's not drastic. I mean,
0: it might be like a quarter percent.
1: Yeah, you know, gosh.
0: so it's not even worth it. No,
1: you're not even going to do it.
0: Yeah, I will say one thing. I've ran into this uh, quite a bit lately, though. It's still the same thing. If you're out looking for a house, you know, with experienced realtors like the Hitners, that they're not going to let you not get pre-approved. But I'm running into people that. You know, they're not calling me Tuesday night or whatever. They're calling me, you know, Sunday at eleven. We need to get pre-approved. We want to make an offer on the <laughs> dude. We're in a market here. Yeah. If you want to crack at it in Dakota County, yeah, you need to be ready to go. And a lot of, you know, there's, you know, a lot of things that go into everyone's life and they're And scenario. they're looking
2: at houses they don't even know they can buy, right? And falling in love with a house they don't know they yeah. can buy. And yeah. then
1: you're the bad guy, you sure. know, and you're like, ah, this is not going to work. It's kind of like what we were talking about at coffee with the, you know, 80% of the people or, you know, 20% yes. of the people doing 80% of the business or 10% of the people doing 80% of the business that yeah. actually know the process and, and what to do and how right. to do it and put your buyers and sellers in good positions. and yeah. And then you have 80% of the people doing... You know, ten percent of the work and they kinda of muck it up. No, and, and no they idea can, what they're doing. Yeah. It it,
2: this is a market right here that you do not want to work with a rookie. No. You need to work with somebody who has experience that's been through stuff like this before because it is a challenging I won't say it's a bad market. I don't think it's a bad market. Mm-hmm. But it certainly is different than it was, you know, a couple of years ago when essentially you could go to your real estate school and in three weeks go out and and take orders, when right. And you're filling out paperwork, and you know you take your lead web lead and show up at a property and, and bid, right? You know on the property, it, it isn't like that at all. Especially a listing, you know. If you there's work that needs to be done, it isn't. Uh, y- you know you can you can maximize your yield on a property by having someone on your side that knows what's going on.
1: If anybody wants to talk with you, Jared? How can they get a hold of you? Six one
0: two four three two 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 five two. Mortgages mortgages.
1: We'll talk mortgages, see what we can do. That's it for this week. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to our website, hittnergroup.com, and give us a call, 612-627-8000.
0: You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000.